So I am watching my YouTube synthfluencers, people who are into synthesizers who are on YouTube and live stream. Okay. And they're all they're all in Europe. And I noticed something. They're all men and they're all talking kind of slow. And they're all incredibly sweaty on the live stream. Okay. Because climate change. Because it's like 30 degrees Celsius or whatever, you know, ridiculous temperature system they use in the rest of the world. Okay. Uh, it's really, really hot in Europe right now. And what was wild to me, I'm watching them and they're like, yeah, it's really hot. And it's hot. Interesting. And they're talking in different parts of, of Europe and they're doing their live podcast and uh, or live video, whatever it is, cast. And um, it made me realize something about climate change, which is that we're just going to post through it. As a, as a society, we're not going to like stop. We're not going to stop and say like, I can't do my video podcast because it's so hot. I'm not going to stop talking about sense. I'm going to keep doing my internet stuff, even though there's this kind of slow boiling catastrophe on the way. And I thought we should talk about that because, you know, we're here to advise. We should talk about how to get ready for the rainy day. Great topic. All right, let's do it. Advisors. Paul, I, I do this thing, and it's the strangest thing. Mm. I've, I, I spent a weekend, and I put all my, like, my passwords and bank account numbers and logins into one password. So Always a good thing to do. Really yeah. good to do also if you have an older parent. Good to, to do. Put their stuff in there. And it turns out like one of my bank accounts, not because I collect them, but because I have other businesses and stuff. And um, The password never gets in there. And I could have sworn I looked it up before I logged into my bank, got the account number, and I could have sworn I put it into one password. Hmm. And every time I had the opportunity to do it, it turns out I was I needed the bank account for something else. And because I did the work of getting the account number, I would go and put it in the whether the, the tool or the login or the payment system or whatever I needed it for. And I would never go back to one password. Mm -hmm. Because it's a weird phenomenon. There's probably a name for it, and I don't know it, which is if you do the work to get the thing, you will not do the extra work so you don't have to do that same work again next time. So I go through the same motion every oh, time. I'll give you an example. Programmers writing documentation. Exactly. They, exactly. they won't. So for people who don't know this, like programmers won't write documentation. They won't. Something, you know, they won't. There are tools that sort of auto write it. it. It's getting, it's better than it used to be. If you have like a public open source tool, you might write it. But if you're internal and you're like getting your stuff done. Like, it's like, hey, did you get the docs done? And then they go back and they write like five lines. Yeah. And and then they reconfigure their text editor. No, but it's not exactly that. And okay. I'll tell you why. Okay. If I would just make that extra payment, and yeah. I'm taking you down a whole other path. Yeah. If I would, I would take that extra minute, the next time I need it, it's going to be a split second rather than doing oh, all that yeah, work no, again. But, you're but I won't make that future investment. And we're terrible at making future investments. So what do we do? We're like, man, it's getting hotter. So I guess I'll just get an AC unit. Now, here's the thing. You mentioned Europe. A lot of Europe, unlike the Northeast and the US, 
is just not ready. Like no, Paris they, doesn't have central air. They have some of those countries have one extension cord. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I th- I really do. I think Portugal has enough power for about five ACs. I think the hardest thing about climate change, and you know a lot more about this topic than I do, the hardest thing about it is that it isn't about avoiding one seismic event. That's what makes it so hard for humans to process it. Because what we're very good at is like, oh man, you moved it a foot away. Let me move it a foot back, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's this little back and forth because we, we're so good at, we're much better at making adjustments than we are at really fortifying ourselves for uh, an investment, essentially investing in, in a better future down the road in a big way. We always, in, like we react. We're reactive by nature, right? You know what no one's talking about right now? Hmm. Like, we remember we had like no masks and no vaccines and no medicines and no ventilators. I've not, maybe I'm, I mean, it's just not, not, not in the news, but it would be really hard to pass a bill right now. I'd be like, you know what? That was shitty the way we handled that last pandemic. How about we stockpile properly and distribute it around the country so we don't have the same problem again? Everyone's done. They mm-hmm. move on mm-hmm. and they're like, well, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. Right, it's Ooh. a bad one. And look, you know, California is building a lot of stuff on what is factually a piece of the United States that will break off and bump into Hawaii at some point. Oh, the Pacific nor- Northwest is due for a huge hurricane or uh, a huge earthquake. earthquake, sorry. And then um, you can't, uh, like farmers isn't going to underwrite in Florida anymore. I mean, like insurance is starting to turn its back on very risky areas. And so... A lot of the infrastructure that we count on to have a stable society is saying, hold on a minute. So how do you get me, how can you force me to properly store my password so I don't go through the task every time and pay the bill every time? We're really good at paying bills. You know what's going to be happen because of climate change? Like the air conditioning industry and the water distribution industry will explode because it'll be a band-aid for 10 years. That's what will actually happen. I mean, this is the horrible truth of it, right? Like the infrastructural change that everyone has said for 25 years needs to happen. I don't see any signs of it happening. I think there has been progress in that like we have, we are producing fewer emissions than we would have been if we didn't have as much solar. Right. Right. There are, there, there have Things been, are happening. Yes. It's just going to be too little too late. And, and what does that mean? Like it, based on your understanding of what's going to happen here. What does that mean? Uh, the simplest thing, look, we used to work with an organization, I still do, probablefutures.org. Go read their website. It's a very good explainer of sort of how all these things fit together. The way I see it is just a continual and steady loss of stability, and stability is impossible to identify. You know, you don't know that your back is healthy until you hurt your back. And then you can't, well, I walked with a cane for two weeks once because I had sciatica. And, uh, oh boy, I went, I, I went down off the curb on my, on my right foot, and I remember that moment really because I went, oh, no, this won't fix itself, mm. right? And I had to go to physical therapy and so on and so forth. This whole, that, up until that point, my back was fine. Didn't think about it. You were doing, yeah. And the now system is working. I think about my back every day. I do my little stretches. Mm. If I feel it get a little sore, I, I'm, as we're talking, I'm like doing yep. my little hip flexes. I've been through a similar thing, and I'm yeah. very wary of doing nah, those exercises. This guy Keith at, at, at physical therapy taught me how to do them. Um, so I don't think humans just won't do it until they feel the pain. And also, everyone is like, 
Oh yeah, it's like Saint Augustine. It's like um, you know, absolutely God, but just not yet. Let me just yeah. get give me, yeah, give me yeah, a couple yeah. me more, a just yeah. a couple more sins in here, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I think the other narrative that people try is like, well, you know what? This will be big business, and you can profit off of it, so on and so forth. Is this is dire? So what, what the well, picture you're painting here is terrible. How do we adjust that? It's the it's well, I, I don't think you do. I think. Um, you, <sighs> You know the Mike Tyson quote, which is everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face? Yeah. I, I'm at a point, and this is why I, I no longer, I spend time reading about it. I spend time uh, advising on on technology platforms and, and you know, I give money. But I don't talk about it as much as I used to because I really just basically believe that humanity needs to get its punch in the face <laughs> before it will respond. And I don't see us punching ourselves um, so yeah. what's you know what's going to happen is increasing uh, migration crises of humans, um, people migrating away from zones of the earth that are just way too hot. Borders shutting down, flooding in Bangladesh, like just just sort of classic slow motion apocalypse stuff. Lebanon is a very good, you're, you're Lebanese, and we work with a lot of Lebanese people, Yes, including people who are in Beirut right now. Yes. It's a hard place to get out of. It's yes. gone through tremendous financial instability. Um, it had a tough reaction to the pandemic. And there was a huge explosion in the port. Like These are the regular experiences of the people who live there. And to me, what, how do the Lebanese react to society and infrastructure breaking down? They adapt. Mm -hmm. What do they do? What is well? Talk about it a little bit. The units in the the unit is the family, right? Yeah, I mean they help each other at the family level. Sometimes at the community level, um, you know, it's it's made up of clans in a way. It's no different than a lot of like it's, Middle Eastern countries. The term that this you educated me on this one. The term is bait, right? Like, yeah, which means house. Yeah, so like you're, house of your bait ziadi. Yeah, yeah. It's a, and and the last name carries something, which is very tribal and actually kind of old school. Mm -hmm. um, but what you end up with is a lot of sort of like shifting to self sufficiency. So um, there's no power grid in Lebanon. It's pretty much wrecked. It mm -hmm. gives you like a half hour of public electricity a day, uh, and so everyone has generators. Right. And everyone has generators. They have to pay private diesel suppliers to. Um, fill the generators with fuel and they pay for um, maintenance. Now, the thing about the generators is it's like a mafia. Like the generators are, uh, you effectively own zones of generators and that is a, it's like a distribution of fuel that is uh, monopolized by, you know, one or two people. And then there's like, you know, these sort of like, uh, you know, cobbled together economies that take hold so that people can function right around food distribution and 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 amenities and and uh going to restaurants it's it's a mess it's actually a mess but what it, it does highlight though is how incredibly adaptable people are like they just adapt in very extreme extreme ways there's no um there's no phone lines in lebanon no, i mean we'll be talking to our employees and it'll just go dark and their face will only be lit by the laptop screen. And they will not flinch. I've been in restaurants. This is a great that you brought this up. I've been in restaurants where everything goes dark and the sound of people talking doesn't change. They're so used to it 
that the con like I'm going to finish my sentence. They, they don't even note that the lights went out. They like if that happened in America, it'd be like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Hey, yeah, everybody would get on their phones and said, "Check Twitter or yeah. check the or, news." Or they joke about it being dark, and you 100%. know, like, "Oh, guess we're having a candlelit romantic dinner now." Ha, That's ha, right. Ha. No, That's right. Just, and so I think I think you know the the way humans adapt, um, and I you see it to such extremes in Lebanon, like ultra luxury right alongside just like abject poverty and like difficulty in living even if you have money it's hard to live like comfortably in lebanon and what it just highlights is that no one assumes that they can change the system everyone's Mm -hmm. kind of given up on that and what they've done so what they shifted to and this is i think what's going to happen with climate change sadly just because we just how humans are is they shifted to like how do we make this as like comfortable and potentially slightly enjoyable for my family and my like immediate community? That's all they do. Mm-hmm. They don't go, nobody's going to the council meeting in Lebanon so that they don't build the bar in the town. So instead they're like, you know what? We should get a lot of board games for the kids yeah. because we might lose power. No, no, that's it. That's it. And And anyone who has tried to be an active sort of progressive in the country gets absolutely battered by the system, which is a system of like power sharing amongst families. I think the simplest way to explain it for someone who isn't up on Lebanese uh, politics is just it's designed for gridlock. It's designed for gridlock. It's a great way to put it. And, and, And the response isn't revolution. What you need for climate change is revolution. You need the equivalent of like well, you know, you know, revolution. How do you get your punch in the face? CEOs go to jail. That's not even a punch in the face. No, That's not going to do it. CEOs right? get executed in the town square. That's the punch in the face. I thought you meant like a, a tsunami hits Manhattan Island. No, there's that too. But I mean, literally, like after the tsunami hits, well, who's responsible for this? Well, we're well, going to go around. That occurs. No, yeah. I, I think, and, and I'm not saying like I'm not go, I'm not aligning with any political side or another. Like I'm just saying like, that'll become a target, French Revolution style. It'll yeah. be like, well, those yeah. are the people. Those are the CEOs of the oil companies. We better hang them, right? Like I, I, well, because I mean, they they allowed Manhattan to get destroyed. It, the, those are the narratives that are that are in front of us. In a kind of, not even worst case, like that's just, those are possibilities of all the possibilities. Look, man, the biggest challenge for climate change is it's really boring. I love boring subjects. You want to make it exciting? Bring an end to $1.99 loaves of bread at Target. You really want to make it exciting? bring an end to it because of distribution systems or because um, farms got scorched or whatever. Oh, no, I'll fix it for you. Your Toyota now costs $75,000. Et cetera. You, no, wait, I can fix it. I can. Gas is $20 a gallon. I'll destroy America in two hours if I set that policy. Exactly. It's not even set the policy. It might just be natural resources are, are screwed because of whatever is happening out in the world whether it be supply lines are messed up or the waters are too... If the tankers can't get across the oceans and then it affects things that if way. If gas costs $20 a gallon, America becomes a different country in about two and a half hours. Humanity is a baby in a high chair that didn't get its applesauce. That's the only thing that makes us wake up and do anything. 
If you think you're going to sit that child down and say, listen, if I don't ration this applesauce out properly, you're not going to digest it well, he's just going to look at you like, what's wrong with you? Just give me the applesauce. You take the applesauce away, it's, we're simple that way. We adapt until it's unadaptable, mm-hmm. right? Until it's... Then then read any, like the origins of most revolutions. It's usually a combination of a small elite essentially teaming up with masses who have lost something fundamental. Yeah. It's like almost always the well, same what they're story. Gonna lose, they're going to lose their farmland, just flat out. I, I, I don't think... I, I think you wagging your finger and saying, if you don't do a handful of things here, you're going to lose your farmland, it doesn't work. It just does not work. Humans historically... No, I, I think you're right here, which is they lose their farmland due to the fact that the crops won't grow because it's too hot. And then a group of people says, you know what? Those people over there have farmland. And I don't want to misspeak and say, you know what? Well, let's not bother with anything. I think what you can do is, and it's a lot of what Probable Futures does. Oh, is they, we should be trying desperately to do anything that we can to get the global warming to lower. It's good for business. Mm-hmm. It's good for stability in terms of political stability. Mm-hmm. It's good for all those things. And Probable Futures, the organization you mentioned before, a lot of their approach is to tell power centers and business like, this is actually really bad business. Like, you think you can just sort of skirt by. You're not going No, to. I mean, capitalism is predicated on a nice, stable, global climate. Exactly. You know, I know where the corn's coming from, commodities. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, this was a darker podcast today, well, Paul. Well, but you know what? Here's, here was the advice. It was right in there, right in the middle, and I want to state it explicitly, which is you don't have control over the world, right? You don't. You can do things you can advocate you can speak up you can give money you can there's stuff you can do you can also be more personally responsible about your footprint fly less and you know don't buy a new car and if you do you can make it electric there there's there's a list those are easy yeah. to find but i think the larger issue is that and the why i often go back to lebanon in my head is that resilient smaller structures are your are a place to spend your time and your thoughts. Like grow smaller, resilient groups. Mm -hmm. Don't count on the big thing to take care of you. So I'll give you an example. Like, you know, the big company, the federal system, the this, that, or the other, those are fragile because they're very dependent on things being stable. Yes, they are. And, And humans tend to not make that shift until they have to. They don't go to their community and say, well, we're going to have to figure out our own electricity until they absolutely have to. They just don't do it. No, and I, I think like being more aware of that. Uh, I'm going I'm to give you a really dumb little example. I have a little backyard and one, one day our house flooded and we switched our backyard to clover because clover has deeper roots mm-hmm. and when and uh, the Absorbs. water water doesn't bounce off a of clover as much as it does off a of grass so you, and it you, doesn't flood got it right and we extended our gutters and you know yeah. all sorts of other stuff so yeah. that's a little thing and then we talked about it with our friends and we have a little community where we are you have a community where you are it's very oriented around your family my family isn't here but still like yeah. There are 10 or 15 people who are within two miles of me. I would call an emergency, right? Like yeah. That we could get together with. Do you think, last question before we close out, do you think that that's just not going to make a dent and instead you need the real power like 
centers, big business, government in the world to really make the proper changes? You absolutely do, but they won't. Because? Because they don't want to. Because it's exhausting and it takes... They want to get that money out just a little more before they do the thing that's good. Uh, just give me one more just, go just, at it. Come, I just, if one more year and yeah. then we absolutely are turning the spigot off. I yeah. promise. Yeah, I yeah. promise. And it always goes it's down It's just that abusive way. husband territory. It's just like, oh, yeah. baby, one more chance. Yeah. I promise. You know, we're going to just... I need like five more oil tankers. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so that's the relationship we're in. He's not going to change. He's not going to change. He's not going to change. And, and so you got to leave him. Yeah. And, and you kind of can't because he's the oil industry, but it, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so, here, so here we are. I mean, I know this is a gloomy one, but like it's for the Audi advisors. It's coming. Let's I mean, it's more of a warning than, ad, than advice, but yeah. that well, is advice. Well, no, advice right. is go get resilient, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of resilience. Well, actually, I think about this with the product that we're building aboard. A board is built for small groups to share information. Collect, organize, and collaborate. It is, I swear to God, one of the use cases in my head, and I've written, I wrote about this at one point, uh, is your climate ad- adaptability in a small group. How mm-hmm. do you keep track of it? How do you become more accountable around climate stuff? It's a really good tool for that. We're still in beta. Mm-hmm. Sign up at aboard.com uh, and we're waving people in. We would love to see you. And check us out on the internet on Twitter at Ziadi Ford at ZiadiFord.com. Send us an email hello at ZiadiFord.com. Uh, Stay cool out there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Stay cool and dry. Uh, we love you and we'd love to hear any uh, thoughts or feelings. Hello at ZiadiFord.com. Have Bye. a lovely week. Bye. Bye.